to another Sunday podcast. Uh, my name is Greg Worth. I am the author of Iconic Freedom, and we're talking about the formula. What is the formula? The formula is a set of standards that you create for yourself that forge the life that you are living. Let each care for self, and all will be cared for. Accountability is the ownership of your choices, and not just the big ones like buying a house or getting married, but the small moment-to-moment choices, which in the aggregate build your life. Responsibility is that ability to respond to the ownership of those choices. Are you able to act and respond to whatever is occurring in your life after you've made a particular choice? Today, I'd like to do something just a little different. I do want to talk about manipulation and control, but I would like to read excerpts from my book and apply those principles that I wrote uh, back in 2009, if you can believe it, uh, to our life today. I think it's fascinating when you go back, if you keep a journal or you write for yourself, that kind of thing. I think it's always fascinating to go back and read it from whence you have come, right? When you grow and you learn and things are changing, which they always are. It's just kind of fascinating to go back and read things and go, wow, did I write that? (laughs) Um, It's kind of a nice uh, process. So um, I will talk about the book uh, at some point, but I also want to talk about the idea of manipulation and control and how that applies to this whole idea of accountability and responsibility. I mean, those two words in and of themselves are pretty powerful. And whenever we hear them, especially if someone is aiming those arrows at us, we, we take stock of that. I mean, we get defensive or, you know, we get inquisitive to ourselves about, well, am I, am I controlling and manipulative? And the best way to answer that for yourself is to ask yourself the question, am I offering a choice and am I offering a valid choice? Not a choice of, you know, hey, either do this or I'm going to push you off of a bridge <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, it's, you're, it's still a choice. That is correct if you're thinking that in your head. However, is that really a valid choice to present to somebody? So if you are not offering people a choice and being genuine in that choice by saying, you, you know, if, if you were inviting people to come to dinner at your home and you said, but hey, listen, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. You just let us know. And then you get all upset because they didn't show up. It's like, well, then you weren't really offering them a choice. You were just kind of image building and kind of BSing your way through a conversation. How you know you're always offering a choice is when it means nothing to you. Say, la vie. Okay, so sorry you can't be here. Not a worry at all. I've had friends over the years where I've invited them to events and, you know, sometimes even an hour out of the event, they will call or text and say, hey, unfortunately, I cannot make it. Not a problem. We're just going to go on with the event. And there's nothing, to me, in my universe, there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't need them to give me any reasons why. I think we've talked about that before, that the why is an opportunity to lie. And I don't need somebody to make an excuse. 
the simplicity of just being able to say and the freedom of just being able to say, I'm not going to be able to make it is good enough. And you can decide the level of your friendship when you have people in your world that do that intermittently or they do it all the time, then you decide, you know, what is the quality of that relationship for you? Does it enrich your life and do you want to continue it? Or are you good enough where it's at because it doesn't make that much of an impact on the plans that you're making? All questions I can't answer for you. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be iconic freedom if I was answering that question for you. So um, I am going to read a little bit of uh, the book and uh, then we will talk more at the end. Some of the most significant events of the revolution took place inside the walls of a tiny Georgian structure. It was inside the council chamber that a defiant James Otis railed against the writs of assistance in a fiery performance that ignited the colonists' rebellion. Then and there, the child Liberty was born, John Adams. The greatest challenge we face is the ability to become self-reliant and self-governing. Our nation has been awakening to the understanding of how each American values freedom. While Americans may disagree on many topics, values, morals, solutions, the one thing we thought we all agreed on was freedom. The one thing we thought united us all in the face of any circumstance was freedom. America and the world over lack the development of accountability and personal responsibility. Too many people with a distorted view of reality hijack our founding documents, place subjective ownership onto them, imply a sense of entitlement, and declare ownership of righteousness in order to infringe on the freedom of the individual and the freedom of the individual conscious mind. The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution pretty much gave us all we needed to advance freedom. Arguing natural laws or God's laws negates the rule of law that our nation was founded on. Such arguments happen when people want to take ownership. Either we respect the rule of law through our Constitution or we do not. How we came to understand truths that are self-evident does nothing to advance freedom. Does it matter that we understand gravity or that it came from Newton? If it matters to you, then what is your self-interest? I am going to approach and challenge subjects, ideas, and long-held beliefs that you've had. The level of your resistance to change in this life is directly proportional to the level of your own lack of freedom for yourself and others. What will you allow for yourself? What won't you allow for yourself? How about others? <laughs> Freedom and Iconic are synonymous with what America is all about. When I inquired to someone about what he thought about Iconic and what it meant, his immediate response was it's setting a standard, which others can observe, learn, and apply. Setting a personal standard is one thing. Setting a standard where everyone else has to live by your personal worldview is another. The formula of freedom is derived from the foundations of science. What we know about science is that it's subjective. It's based on observation and the collecting of information. It exists without emotion driving us to observable conclusions. Regardless of your political party, 
This discussion will reveal that all parties are inherent in so much of what lacking accountability and responsibility is about. The interpretation of anything is subjective, and doing so disenfranchises all other Americans who do not agree with your interpretation. And why should it be that your interpretation is the interpretation? And the answer is the ownership to control and manipulate. Throughout history, we've had various individuals who gather the mob and decide that certain personal choices are not acceptable, that their mob mentality of agreed-upon ideology forfeits the rights of others. The problem regarding this mob mentality tactic is how destructive it is to society, especially if freedom is the ultimate goal. The decision to forfeit the choices of others for your personal comfort creates a target for your own back. Such a time will come when others gather an alternate mob and decide that your choices are unacceptable. You set the standard of acceptability and discrimination by a majority vote, a shared ideology, a tradition, common sense, or statements of, oh, it's how it's been since the beginning of time. Well, now when it's turned on you, you have no protection. We have seen discrimination in society with slavery, women's suffrage, choose from a long list. And don't think ideology is exclusive to religion because it's not. Ideology is rooted in the idea of individual thinking. He knows how others should live based on his subjective and emotional opinion, the ideas of life. Your personal ideology is fine for you. Imposing your definitions is controlling others. It's not freedom. Our Constitution protects the individual from such bullying and gang-like behavior. When interpretation of the Constitution fosters the maltreatment of an individual or group, we have deviated from freedom. We define certain objective data and facts aspects of life in order for us to function as a society. Red means stop, green means go, we get that. You can question all of those things and whether or not they're valid, but we understand it. The departure from freedom happens when others define what morals and values ought to be for others, and limiting choice based on personal taste. The Constitution is then utilized as a weapon of forced subjugation and cover for discrimination. Define your own morals and values. Leave everyone to decide their own morals and values. Did someone place in your head that you know better than another individual knows for himself? That you had a right to infringe on the conscious mind of another? We all have distaste in our life for other people's behavior. Just because you have distaste for someone's choice doesn't endow you with the credential to limit that person's individual freedom to make that choice or to infringe on their conscious mind no matter how much you disagree. If a choice infringes on your ability to have freedom of choice, now there's a conflict to resolve. Some of us keep elevating ourselves into thinking we know how the rest of the world should behave, how they should live, what lights they can turn on, what god they can worship, what person they can marry, what products they can purchase, how much freedom they're allowed. The reality check is this. You are not in charge of anyone except yourself. 
Where freedom is being challenged or threatened, I encourage you to speak to reality at every opportunity. Let your voice be heard. Conversely, don't be upset when others challenge you for infringing on their freedoms. You might learn something about yourself you didn't know. You are not living in freedom when you hinder the freedom of others. You cannot extend freedom to others if you are not able to be free yourself. You can't give what you don't live. Be open to the idea that long-held views may, in fact, be nothing more than your personal subjective opinions. Chances are, they are. Be open to change, giving yourself more freedom and free choice. Inadvertently, you will extend freedoms to others as you seek it for yourself. Development of personal responsibility is about allowing freedom for yourself to make choices in your own self-interest. When your choices are at no cost to others, you expand this development of personal responsibility. We're going to explore the profile of a victim, how it gets started and propagated, and then how it manifests in this political world. This understanding will help bring into focus why so many live their lives at a cost to others without consent. Self-inflicted victimization creates a mindset of blaming others, looking for others to save you, and violating personal freedom, a mindset which lacks development of personal responsibility. Add government to that and watch it explode. And that is going to do it for now. I will be back with you next weekend, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the issue that's going on right now regarding January 6th and the unmasking of some video that we've all seen. I'd like you to think about that issue, and if you can, start applying the principles of accountability and responsibility, self-interest and choice and the people that were involved with that on either side of the aisle, just to understand where are people being accountable and where are they avoiding accountability. And that'll do it for this week. We will see each other next week. Catch me on Instagram. Give this a thumbs up and a like. If you're able to subscribe to the podcast, that would be awesome. Thank you, Leah, for subscribing to my podcast. That's very generous of you, love. I love you. Uh, Everybody else, uh, get on over there and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you next weekend. Make it a great week and have a great day.